Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And welcome to what we call the Juan Ep is Life podcast. Now, back, back in the day, we had Juan Ep is Dead podcast. But before that, we had the Juan Ep podcast on, um, what was that company? What do we do that with? Nas is Mass Appeal. But before that... We had Juan Epstein, the, the originator of hip-hop podcasts. And on Juan Epstein, we had many hip-hop celebrities of all ages, all sorts, all sizes, all colors. And, uh, uh, you know, we did our thing. We were the innovators of this whole hip-hop podcast thing. And just like all innovators, we, we got nothing from it. We got nothing. We got zilch, zero. Anyway, I don't want to be depressed. Um, so for many different reasons, today we're playing a classic episode from that Juan Epstein batch. And uh, my boy T.I., a.k.a. Tip, is in the news a lot lately, uh, going into his comedy career and a bunch of other things. So we're going to play a classic episode starring our good friend T.I., a.k.a. Clifford Harris. Enjoy this episode. Follow us on Patreon. Follow me at Cypher Sounds. Follow my brother, Peter Rosenberg, at Rosenberg Radio. And, of course, Billy June at whatever the fuck his Instagram is. Um, Catch me this week. I'll be in Denver, Colorado, doing some secret shows with Dave Chappelle. They're all sold out. You probably won't be able to get in, so sorry I mentioned it. Um, and then, uh, Friday and Saturday, I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee at Zany's Comedy Club alongside my good friend, Mo Ammer. Hit me up on that IG, on the DM, and I'll catch y'all later. This is Juan of Juan Ep is Life, or Cypher Sounds. This is Cypher, this is Cypher Sounds, the representative of the Juan portion of Juan, you know what I mean. Goodbye. Enjoy. All right, now. All right, let's get to business. Ladies and gentlemen, this is very exciting. A big uh, Juan Epstein moment. The streak continues for the first time ever on our podcast. What a treat. T.I.P. is here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not T.I. T.I.P. is here. What's up, Tip? What's that? We're going to talk some realness. Oh, great. Talk some real <laughs> shit, man. Let's start from the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. All right. No, you know what I want to always, always want to know, and I'm sure this ties into the beginning. I hear you make a lot of references to... Outcast, yeah, a Quemini album, sure, and uh, among others, and among others, of course, and you make some Goody Mob references, sure. Um, how was that like UGK? How was that growing up in Atlanta? Hearing them, is that what made you want to rap, or were you rapping at the same time? And wish nah, you were I, was, I was already going by then. I mean, the first rapper I remember hearing and memorizing a song was LL Cool J. I'm bad. Oh, that was when I was like five or six. My sister and them say I used to run around in my underwear rapping I'm bad. Classic video. I like to see that. Oh, but baby <laughs> T.I.? Yeah. Oh. All right, I'm just making sure that's sounding strange. Hey, man. Why? Hey, man. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, he found a little stray cat. used to pretend it was the Panther. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the wrong album. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Walk with the Panther. Come on. Oh, there's a Panther in there Going somewhere. Back to Cali, I'm bad was the one standing on top of the bands. Well said. Hip hop back check. Yeah. yeah, that's when he's jumping up and down going. Um, so what hey, what was the first what was the first do you remember the first rapper in Atlanta you heard? Is there a rapper in Atlanta that we've never heard of? Yep. 
Who was that? Who was Kilo? The- Kilo. What year are we talking? Oh man, 88, 87, 88, 89. Wow. And did he get anywhere? Do you have like an actual some shit going or no? Not really. I mean, in Atlanta, he was big. He was big in Atlanta, you know. Songs were on the radio, et cetera? Yeah. Hell yeah. He had a song called Cocaine. Oh, Kilo, Cocaine fits. Yeah. Well, perfectly. He had a, he had a plan. I believe it or not, it was a metaphor. It was, he was, it was a, that's when people start calling uh, Cocaine Girl, because it was about a girl. Mm. There's a white girl in town. Her name is Cocaine. And so on and so forth. So he was he was he was rather creative. And really, he, and he kind of started the whole singing, rapping kind of thing. Who is he? Any, is he anywhere now? Is he somebody now? Or I don't want to talk about Kilo right now. Really, you know, he went to prison. And, uh, you know, was there anyone else, or was the next thing we knew about the people who got on and the LaFace? That was so kinda... many. That was so many of those. Yeah, Raheem the Dream, uh, Sammy Sam. Wow, I've never heard yeah, never Nan heard. Nutta of these and names. You know what? I am not surprised. Well, yeah, well, like they really didn't get out. There was a lot of like, at that time, those were like Atlanta rappers, but then there was also like like big New York records or hip-hop records playing down there too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to think, like when would, I, I'm supposed, like it had to be big though. Oh, you really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it had to be big. Like they never played DOS effects in Atlanta. No, but you found that shit yourself. Yeah, I, I used to come up to New York every summer. Why? My father oh. lived up here. Oh, he lived in New York. I, I come to visit my pops. And where, whereabouts? Uh, ninety fourth and Columbus in the Columbus Towers. Oh, yo, Manhattan. those are the projects right near my apartment that I stay away from. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know those so well. That's where my neighborhood goes south. Right. Oh, I never knew your pops was. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that either. So you were here all the time. So you were listening to the radio up here. Yeah. So was he from Atlanta? Yeah. And why did he move up here for work or something? Man, he was a hustler, and the money was, you know, the money Good, came man. better up here. So he was a southern boy in New York. Mm-hmm. Wow. But he was here since 1950. Oh, oh, he's moving around. Yeah, yeah. So you're up here, you're listening. So you, so you were very familiar with all the classic East Coast shit. That was all the influence on you mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So wait, when was that roughly? You know, the year like what 90s you mean? or man, I was up. Nah, man, I was I, every summer from about '85 to oh, shit. So you was in the about '97. Wow, that explicit that explains a lot. So wait, hold on. So were you like? Do you have memories? Did you listen to Mr. Magic and and Marley Marl and Red Alert? Like, do you have mem- recollection of this that? Is a little bit before my time. I was born in '80. Just a little bit, just a tad bit before. Oh, so it was. I was more like uh, DJ Ron G and right, right, mixtape era. The mixtape, right, right, right. So, so you had like New York friends every summer when you came up here and friends. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Gem. PS eighty, PS eighty four, I think. PS eighty three, PS eighty three, I think. Right on ninety second Street. That's where I used to go hang out, kick it. How come we've never ever heard this before? Have you told us before? Yeah, it's public record. I never heard it. So, and but then you also mentioned the UGKs, the world. Did you did you always have kind of? Were you always also into Ghetto Boys, UGK, yeah, Texas Scarface. and Southern Scarface, all this shit. Yeah, yeah. What was the? Do you have a? Do you have a first memory of buying an album? Yep. What is it? Uh, I somehow convinced. I don't know. I, I, she couldn't have known what it was, but I somehow convinced my grandmother <laughs> to take me in the record store and buy me the Two Live Crew album. Oh, nasty as, as they, they want to be. You specifically went in there to get that album. 
I went in. He was on a mission. I mean, I was just trying something. <laughs> what did you say to your grandmother? I want that. And she bought it. Oh, so she had no clue what no it was. No clue. Wait, wait, was it the one with the edited asses or the asses still showing? The one with the, they were standing in the one in the pool. Where yeah, the yeah. And she didn't question them. the album cover? I don't even think she could see that well. I don't <laughs> think she really, uh, I don't <clears throat> think she peeped it. I don't think, I think she was kind of like in a hurry, ready to go. Like, man, come on, come on, get it and let's go. Oh, okay. You know? I can it's a damn tape, whatever, what tape you want. Yeah. So this, what's on this damn, this, this damn record. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Only she knew. CD? Nah, I knew. It was Tape. Cassette. Yeah. Cassette. Come on. Yeah. Now, but why, but now, was the only reason you wanted it was to look at the... Nah, I wanted, like, to, I wanted to hear what was going on. I wanted to hear that Me So Horny. You were you were actually fucking with Two Live Crew. Yeah. I wanted to hear that Me So Horny. Whatever happened to the Asian dude from Two Live Crew, man? <laughs> Who was that guy, man? What happened to the Asian dude, man? Where is he now? We know where Luke he is. He was repping early. He was early. early. He was the original Jeremy Lin of hip-hop, man. So, at what point do you start rapping? Uh... 88, 89, something like that. Oh, so you were a kid, nine years old, eight, nine years old. Third grade, second grade, second grade. And when did you, when did it start becoming legitimate? Um, This is what I do. This is something my friends all know that I do. My parents know that I do. Oh, pretty, man. I mean, very soon after. Uh, I guess I... I, I guess the milestone that you're looking for would probably be when I started recording demos. Yeah. Which was about the time I was about 12 or 13 by then. Really? And where did you record? Uh, I had a studio. Well, I didn't have a studio, but there was a studio that I used to work out of uh, called 2560 in Atlanta in Ben Hill off Camelton Road. And how did you get in there at 12 years old? I had a manager. I had a little manager, man. Oh, so you were like a kid rapper already. Yeah. This wasn't like at 12 years. I, I didn't have a record deal, though. No. But you had one of those local hustling managers who was getting you on showcases and take... Yeah, I've won showcases and talent shows all the time. What was, was your name? I was in the circuit. I'm not telling you Oh, that. come on, man. That's the gem we need. That's the gem we need. I'm not telling you that. It was that bad? I never lived Was it like that. Clifford the Trap Dog or something? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, I wonder what the hell that was. Come yeah. on, man. Everyone has a bad OG on, hip hop name. DJ Astro. Man. Know, as a matter of fact, DJ though, Astro. Hey, Astro. As a matter of fact, though, real talk, I believe my name was Tip at that time. So it was even before that that you had the bad name. Nah, it was. I think when by the, when I got the manager, I think the I think then they say, look, we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to change this name. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If I'm yeah, not but what was it before you changed the name? See, yeah, that's what I'm But listen, saying. you were 11. Who's going to make fun of you? You were 10 years old. Who? You. Well, that's I will, you. yes, but I won't <laughs> But I won't mean it. Of course I will. Nah, I'm not going to do it. Um, so why Tip? What's Tip? That's my name. That's my that's my, like, that's my name. That's what my mom called me. Oh, so you had that name before. Somebody told me, did it have nothing to do with Q-Tip? Nah, that's the reason why that's T.I. when I was on uh, Arista. That's oh. why it's T.I. That's why it's T.I. Oh. But my name, my father started calling me Tip when I was a baby. Oh. So that's always been my name. Oh, so Tip is your name? Yeah. Like nickname, like growing up family name? Everybody. Teachers called me that. It's sort of annoying. I would sort of hate if I wasn't able to have my name on a record label because another artist had it because it was their rap name. Yeah. And it was my real name. What do you do? Did you and Q-Tip ever talk names? 
Mm, I mean, we speak, we're very cordial. I got an enormous amount of respect for him. Um, we've spoken on several occasions, but that never came up. Tip is tip is a god. At least if there's someone it's gonna have to be for. At least you don't have to change your name for like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're like it's Q tip. You're like, all right, all right, I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> well, that's, it's not that big a deal. And then what so then when did like so were you pursuing it until you got into high school and all that stuff? Yeah. But what did like the street I mean, I life kinda, come in? Like Yeah, I mean when I found out I could make money, you know, when I when I started selling drugs, rap kind of took a backseat. Yeah. Like I go do a showcase, I win $250. You know, I, I stand outside for a couple of hours, I make $1,250. No, I'm no math magician, if you will. Though. Where, where, remember when I went to shoot with you for MTV? Yeah, we went golfing. Golfing, and then we yeah. went, we did the golfing, and then we went to the Trizap. <laughs> That's what, that around there, that was your neighborhood? Yeah. That was where you grew up, like. Yeah. This was in Atlanta. Yeah. Y'all went to the trap in Atlanta. I mean, there was, we had to stay in the car for a while until they went and had a talk with the people who were inside <laughs> the houses. And they're like, yeah, there's gonna be some people with cameras. <laughs> Yo, you. What happens if you were to show up there today? I mean, nothing. I hop out and say what's up. And you, you feel comfortable doing that? Yeah. Only thing I don't feel comfortable doing is, you know, just. You see, due to my legal situation, you know what I'm saying, I can't really be around certain yeah. things. So if I'm just over there saying what's up and it happens to be a raid at the time or anything happens to happen. Yeah. It's probably not worth going to say hello for that. Yeah, probably not. You get it? Yeah, that doesn't... Yeah, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> so I commend you You'd have never that. went in the first place. No, I would have never... <laughs> let's, start, let's, let's do all the things I would have never done. <laughs> Been to the trap, nah, made any real. money. It was real. I'm sure, I'm sure. But now, what did you? What's the difference between the street game when you used to come to New York and and in Atlanta? Was there like big differences? Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, up here it was so many more people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like the difference in a Walmart and a you know and, and a bodega. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In Walmart, you just see people come and go all day, every day. You don't know who they are. Right. You don't recognize their faces. You just know that they're here. They're consumers. Mm. They're they're patronizing with your business. You say thank you, you don't really mean it, and they leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whereas at a bodega or a mom and pop spot, you know these people. They come in every day. You know, oh, you wanna today? You want a loaf of milk? A gallon of, uh, excuse me, a loaf of bread, a gallon of milk. Hey, don't do that. I didn't say anything. A loaf I of bread, a gallon of milk. He's ready for you. Lock of cheese. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And, and Atlanta being Atlanta the bodega. Is the is the mom and pop star. I knew all of my J's. Right. I knew all of them. I knew when they got paid. What's a J? Junkie. I knew when they got paid. I knew when they, you know, what they came to get, who right. they, what times who their they friends were. Yeah, early when the they morning. got off work, I knew if they asked for some on consignment, whether or not they were gonna pay back. You know what I'm saying? I just so if someone asked on the personal, but in New York, it was just people coming and going. So you 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 just did you hustle in New York? Nah, not really, not like that. You know what I'm saying? I got I kind of got out the way in New York just because man, my pops was up here, and he was so adamant about me never getting in anywhere close to that life. Mm. So you know, I think. I was afraid to be, to embarrass my pops. Up right, here. right, right. Is there anybody, sorry. Go ahead. Anybody that you used to hang out with 
when you used to come stay in New York that you still know? Like, is anybody still Man, around? Nah, I don't know where those guys at. I remember. You think that. they know it's you? Like, yeah, they I have think, to know I it's think you, so. right? I think so. I think so. Because I was rapping up here. I used to come up here and rap and, and, and roast people. I never heard nobody talk about tipping <laughs> in the like projects. That. I used to upper, come up here and that, like, roast upper west side, That's the Upper West Side. You ever uh, do anything outside? Puerto Rican friends, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I did. Dominican friends. And Dominicans, yeah. Florida Mayo, get a nutcracker. Yeah. Um, okay, hold on. Let's go back to hip-hop real quick, though. All right. So then when when is the big break for you? When when does the big thing happen? When does it go from you're rapping, rapping, rapping to you have a deal? And, 99. And, and who finds you? A guy named KP who was in a group called PA. KP who now runs Yellow Wolf's career. Yeah, yeah, KP signed me. So he signs you, gets you on Arista. LaFace. Uh, or LaFace, I'm sorry, yeah. at the time. And, and <clears throat> do you remember the first big rapper you met? Uh, I, I guess. I mean, I met all of them at the same time, Outkast and Goody Mob. Did you meet oh, them? Oh, LaFace. Yeah, we, we went to- but They were uh, already there for a while, But I right? think before I met them, even before I met them, I met Usher. Just in Atlanta? Nah, with KP, hanging out with KP. Gotcha. Uh, KP was A and R Usher's record. KP so. was the DJ for PA, right? Mm-hmm. And and were they were they, were they Dungeon Family or like mm -hmm. like associated, right? Yeah, they weren't officially Dungeon Family, right? I, don't know, I think they. Were. I think they were. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to the first Outkast album, you hear them talking a lot about yeah. about PA. And they went. I think because I think they like it don't seem official because they went. I think to Interscope. Something like the that. Group, they went they and tried on, to do their own deal right. with their own label. And Instead didn't of going go through, through like the Dungeon Family, right? Deal. They didn't go through organized noise. I'm like, telling you, that they was wanted to have, they wanted to kind of like do their own mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but not only for the reason you think. Not only not even the shit talking. Not even for the reason you think. But as a consumer who was not there, I was very unaware of the association as a result. So when you saw the PA records, you had no real, yeah. unless you were going in and taking the time to listen to it and really pay attention, you might not know. But but I mean to in their defense, with exception of Outkast, and you know some members of Goody Mob, I think PA made more money than anybody over there. Really? Yeah, PA got paid, man. Well, from the deal or I don't did know. they have a hit? I, think I don't, they, I don't know. Hit records? I mean, I, hey man, I think everyone just saw enormous potential in them. There's who, money in potential. The, who's the rappers in PA? Uh, Reese and Mello. Are they? I mean, Reese is now, he's still a producer. He produces with Jasper. He does oh, he a does lot of Lloyd, Lloyd stuff. stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I love Lloyd. They always had the dopest beats, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I talked to, I, I had uh, hung out with a gentleman recently who's a close friend of yours who is such a gentleman. Who that? He's so curious to know who could we know in common yeah. that I actually like and likes him. He don't believe gentleman. Who is this? So, Killer Mike. Killer Mike, yeah. The one for he that was the one he thought maybe it was Killer Mike. Yeah. Wait, he's about to drop an album. album yes. Just dropped Tuesday. Just dropped with LP. Rap music. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. But you know he dropped an album with LP from Company Flow, right? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's who it is. Really? Yeah, we're gonna have LP come in for a one up too. What he said he met you he said y'all y'all's grandmothers live down the block from each other or Yeah, he see he's from he's from uh MLK, Adamville. I'm from Bankhead, which is basically Two major avenues that are parallel to each other, separated by about two or three streetlights. So you knew him before anything happened. Well, no, nah, I didn't know him back when I was, you know, in the in the in the world, as we say. But um, I mean, he was one of the first that that I knew. Once I 
was introduced into this new way of life. Um, he's a smart dude. Yeah, extremely. He went to Morehouse. Well, is it? Sorry, go ahead. Finish. I got. Well, no, he just. I just find that. Uh oh. He just has a very. Mike has a very deep world view. Like you can sense it on his records. True. You could sense it from the first appearance you heard him on was whole what world. Doing hanging out. Uh, he did an interview for my show, but he can't. He he came to the crib to do it because I I knew him already and know he's a cool dude. So we just came by. He actually he brought just it. invites no, everybody no, no. to the his randomness house. at his everybody. crib. But they're not random. They're all good people. Only good people would I invite. He brought his wife. Like they just came and hung. It was a Sunday afternoon. They That's came. cool. But Sunday yeah. afternoon. I mean, I'm going. Why, why is Killer Mike going to Rosenberg's house? Random Rosenberg's house. <laughs> That's random, random, that's a random trip to random Rosenberg. Although it's house. in your old neighborhood in, in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so who would have guessed that in the first so place? That's why, that's why all my old, old playmates are. <laughs> exactly. At Rosenberg's house. They're all down the- <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh, yeah, Tim, where you been? <laughs> no, 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 Louis, Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Yo, that shit, by the way, that song you did with Tip, uh, with, uh, with Mike was fucking crack. Ready, set, go. Oh, yeah. Just a couple of years ago. Appreciate it, man. We did a pretty good one this time, man. Me, him, and Bun. On on his album or on your album? New album on this new album. Yours. His. On his new album. Yeah, rap, rap music. music. Yeah. So you check for that. That's him and LP's album. That's out. But that's getting critical love and supposed yeah, to be very good. Like that man. He's dope. He had a dope conversation too about how basically people come up to him and they go, I think people see his friendship with you, and they. He said a lot. He has a line in the song. He says a lot of people come up to him and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry things turned out for you how they did. He's like, dog, I'm sorry you have a nine to five. My life is great. <laughs> I make music for a living. I'm good. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. I'm good. But he spoke really highly about your loyalty. And I was like, and he, you know, he was kind of surprised that I was, I wasn't surprised. I said, knowing Tip, it does not surprise me that he's that kind of right. dude. But I think people are surprised when they hear in general that someone who gets to your level, you got to a, let's be honest, man. You, <laughs> You got to a very high echelon. I'm a hip hop nerd. When you break it down, Ti ends up in a. You are in. You are in the stratosphere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The you're just about as high up there as it gets. Well, thank you. And that has to be. It, it can put a strain on relationships. I, I, I would guess. I think I've made it as high as a person with the, my level of integrity can make it. No. Oh. You know. What so I'm you didn't have as much integrity. Oh yeah, I could have been. Yeah, I could have been. Wait. But what? What would you have done different? What would you have done different with less integrity? Done anything different? I'm just saying. But you know, certain people who are open to certain activity and certain ratchetness. Uh, yeah, Come just on. who who you know who who willing to do certain things and compromise they 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 morals and standards. But they're, they're but they're, they're able to go farther. But there are rappers who you, you could argue are on a level higher than you, who I think are not. Yeah, some, yeah they who still, still have integrity. There's yeah. Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? There's Hove. There are guys who have made it pretty high. Sure. Um, but I do think not you. A lot. You can. But not. History, that's it. Exactly. I mean, in, in the history of, I'm not just talking about right now, now. Ever. I'm talking about in the history of music and rap music. It's just been more difficult for those of us who maintain a certain level of integrity to make it as high as others. Mm. Yeah, the That's one, just historically speaking. Okay, so they're giving us the wrap-up sign. from Sam Crespo's giving us the wrap-up sign. What but the t- fuck, man? But Tip, hold on. I know, we're going to let him leave. We're going to let him leave. We but, need some time with these artists, man. No, he's a huge star, though. Next time, this will be part one with T.I. Well, can we get a part two where we continue on from where we were That's fine, into the beginning of your career and the really the first few albums? That's what we got to get to next. That's What's fine, your favorite man. tip album? I just want to know that. I can't have a favorite, man. King. They all represent different. King. They, they represent who I was in different, in different moments in my life. I'll tell you my favorite. 
urban legend. Urban legend more than With King? The LRG leaf jacket. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo, that album, son. That shit, oh, Don't end on that note, us, Sam. That's the, the shit about you, Fox. We should always do one thing. Um, King, you know it. King's the come on. I'm on. You, you can't have a favorite tip album. I think that you know you have to grow with the artist. You know what I mean? Why, why are you rolling? No, your it's eyes? like you learned that lesson from me. I, I know. It's I was true. in Miami a lot back then. Khaled was playing ASAP, Motivation. Like that that album had joints on it. Joint after joint after joint. <laughs> hey, while you read it over, K Fox, thank you for doing one, Epstein. We appreciate you. It's my pleasure. So, listen, and I know you always think you always think that I have something like slick to say. I, I have a lot more respect for you than I think you think yeah, that I have. Hey man, but I can't. You're a legend, so I don't want to no, bother I, you. It's all G, man. I ain't tripping, man. I just think you look at me with this. I got thick skin. I got no. I know. Skin. You just look at me kind of sideways. You're like this guy. I asked about this story when I heard he knocked somebody the fuck. There's a lot of stories like that. No, no, there's old. no comment about that. Yeah, there's. I'll tell you right now what it's gonna be. No comment. <laughs>